It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living, the feel-good foodie, the nomadic naturopath. Another great episode of the podcast, Concierge for Better Living, on CannabisRadio.com and iHeartRadio. Tune into both. Check it out. We have some great guests. I'm really enjoying this, learning as we go, which is the way to be. And I can't say you know everything. This is always an evolution. If someone says they know everything, be wary, be wary. If you don't have that sponge type of mentality of wanting to soak up new information, then, you know, there's something going on there. You know, there's been so much going on in cannabis in the last couple of years, and of course, CBD, cannabidiol, and this is also the first time I'm having a repeat guest. I'm really excited about that. Dr. Stuart Tice is going to join us in a moment, but I, but I really just want to talk about where cannabis has been evolving. People have been talking about this over the last couple of years, it's, you know, someone's hit the gas pedal. It's been accelerated rapidly. But this is going around for thousands of years. We keep hearing more and more Native Americans and traditional cultures and anthropological evidence of cannabis use for medicinal reasons, recreational reasons, spiritual and religious reasons. It's just been there and it's not going away. The genie is out of the bottle again as a second round. But what I'm excited about is this is not just a U.S. phenomenon. I want to say that while the United States, while most of us just watch the local news, you see that every day. I know my Facebook feed is filled with cannabis-related news updates, but it's not just the United States. And that, to me, is really exciting. It's a global movement. When I go out to the international conferences on cannabis research and see what's going on in Italy and Israel and all around the world, this is really exciting. And today... I'm really excited to introduce our guest again, Dr. Stuart Titus from General Hemp and MJNA and all these great institutions that are blowing up the, and just creating the path. Forget about following suit, but blazing the trail. And Stuart, so great. Dr. T, it's so great to have you back today. Thanks so much for being on the show. Well, thanks, Dr. Rob. It's uh, great to be on your uh, radio show and uh, certainly a great uh, pleasure to reconnect with you again. Yeah, it's always been good talking to you. And, and again, you guys have been working on this stuff since the early stages, pretty much opened the CBD floodgates to the market. And, and I just really love it. And, and I was great to be a part of it. I, I still feel like I'm part of it because we all have the same kind of intention or desires to see this become a commodity, both in hemp as well as medical marijuana or cannabis extracts. We want to see this become mainstream. And, you know, you guys, whether in the early stages, the early, you know, trendsetters always get a little bit of the haters out there, they get a little bit of those, you know, pushback. But you guys have persevered, and some really great news even the last couple of weeks. Can you want to share some of the really great updates on what you guys been up to? Well, it's been a wonderful uh, uh, run uh, since uh, really the first of the year. February 1st, uh, we were uh, very excited to see that the Mexican Regulatory Authority, uh, known as COFEPRIS, uh, that's the equivalent of our FDA here in the U.S., has allowed our new RSHO product, uh, which is uh, THC-free, uh, to be able to be imported into Mexico 
And uh, currently we have uh, two families uh, who have daughters with uh, epilepsy. Uh, one's an 11-year-old girl, another one's an 8-year-old. They've been on our product now uh, for a little bit over two weeks. Wow. So basically historic moves with cannabis and or hemp CBD into Mexico. First time for that. Well, in, in a way, truly, it's kind of like the fall of the Great Wall over in Berlin. <clears throat> Going back a few decades, uh, this uh, truly has been the uh, frontier, if you will, on the war on drugs. And certainly, now that Mexico has been uh, educated and understands the potential therapeutic value and benefit of non-psychoactive uh, cannabinoids such as CBD, and uh, the fact that we were able to produce a THC-free version of this made everyone feel uh, that much more comfortable us uh, bringing it down to Mexico. I think there have been some uh, great uh, strides forward in the world of cannabinoid therapeutics. As you know from my conversations and my listeners know, I'm a whole plan or THC. I'm not against it. But when it comes to breaking down these walls, like you said, like the Great Wall in Berlin, it's a great step. It's really a huge accomplishment. And it's not only your first time doing this, right? This is not the first country you guys have blazed the trail into. You guys have did some great work with Brazil and others too, right? We have, yes. Uh, going back to April of 2014, uh, we had a, a family in uh, Brazil with a, a daughter with a terrible form of epilepsy, technically known as CDKL5 epilepsy, and it's just named after the defective gene, the CDKL5 gene. There was a mother in uh, Dallas, Texas, who had posted on her Facebook about the great success she had had with her daughter and a similar CDKL5 the woman from Brazil obviously wanted to import our product. Uh, uh, make a long story short, uh, Brazil uh, very quickly and swiftly decided that there was not really a very good pharmaceutical treatment out there. Certainly no pharmaceutical treatment within the country of Brazil had worked for this uh, unfortunate uh, young gal. They allowed this family to import our product. The number of seizures that this gal had been experiencing uh, was uh, reduced uh, very dramatically. It went so well, in fact, that the government of Brazil then allowed our product into the country for any family who had a child with uh, epilepsy. 22 months, and uh, the program's gone uh, well enough that the government of Brazil has allowed us to expand on our indications and presently, doctors can write prescriptions. Patients can import our product for not only epilepsy, but also for Parkinson's disease, as well as chronic pain, which includes migraine headache. Wow. So we're, we're very excited about uh, some of the movement and the growth uh, internationally. Of course, there are other uh, Latin American countries uh, looking to uh, potentially uh, bring our product in. And I should also mention that in Puerto Rico, we do have uh, 12 product registrations and two of the largest pharmaceutical distribution companies in Puerto Rico are now selling our product. Uh, we're presently in 175 pharmacies in Puerto Rico. Wow. And that, again, I was part of that in, in 2014, uh, which I was a, you know, really grateful to be part of. It's just amazing. You know, again, these doors are being kicked open. <laughs> you, know? you know, you guys are really jumping in there. And it's not just about the, the business side of it. You guys are generally helping people. You guys done a lot of philanthropic work around children with these different conditions, helping families. And I think that's a big play here. I know that there's always a big business move here, and that's really important. But you guys are really supporting communities and families that are struggling and just like Puerto Rico and all, you not only just be able to give them this medicine, you give them a chance to move forward in their health conditions. So that's really great. I think it's wonderful. I think like you said the Latin American countries 
led by Brazil's actions with you guys and then now Mexico. I see them almost falling down like dominoes, hopefully, and this global movement starts to really open up. I know that that's what you guys are looking at and, and working towards, but I think it's, right. it's really great potential, and, and it's, it's time. I think the U.S. policy really set all these countries around the world as this stuff is bad for you. And, and, we're, and we're seeing it through science, through personal testimonials, through better quality manufacturing. I think this is a lot of great stuff you guys are doing. Let's take a quick break. This is so much you know, historic conversation here. So tune in. Stay in after this quick break. This is Doc Rob with my guest, Dr. Stuart Titus, talking about international movements on cannabis and hemp and CBD. We'll be right back after this break. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Dabber, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber, doctor's order. Less heat, more flavor. com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. CannabisRadio.com keeps you in the know Monday through Friday on air and on demand with Cannabis Radio News, presented with the definitive worldwide news source, the Associated Press. Stay informed with exclusive news on all things cannabis. Cannabis Radio News, live weeknights at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, during the Russ Belville Show, or download the daily podcast exclusively on CannabisRadio.com, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. When breaking news happens in the cannabis industry, Cannabis Radio News delivers the details first. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living with my guest, Dr. Stuart Titus, here today talking about some of the groundbreaking moves that Medical Marijuana Inc. and some of their participants have been experiencing here. The products are getting out there, out into Brazil, out into Puerto Rico, and now into Mexico. And this is this is pretty amazing stuff. So what kind of you know buzz? I mean, you guys have got to be excited. I know that we talk a lot about things that you guys are doing out there in the world. What about internally? This has not been an easy task. You guys didn't just start and jump into it. I see a lot of later adopters, but the guys that you've started with really were some of the originators, the foundational groups to really open up CBD. It's got to be somewhat of a good feeling, even though there's a long way to go with some of the in-house efforts. Well, certainly uh, it was a lengthy process to uh, develop this whole uh, uh, CBD uh, pipeline, if you will, from Europe. Um, you know, we uh, looked at uh, uh, the possibilities of 
doing a high concentration CBD crop in Canada, of course, where hemp is legal, but uh, we had uh, uh, better contacts, uh, better connections, and certainly thought that the seed and genetics uh, plus the growing conditions might allow us the opportunity to grow this high concentration uh, CBD crop a little better over in Europe. And so going back to 2007, uh, some of our companies of uh, founders have actually gone over to explore this. And um, uh, certainly it's uh, been great to have actually brought the first uh, products to uh, the market coming to the uh, U.S. here in the fall of uh, 2012. You know, this has been a, a lengthy process, but uh, nonetheless, uh, having done some of this preliminary research and reading the U.S. government's patent on the therapeutic use of cannabinoids, you know, the fact that we could potentially grow a high concentration CBD hemp crop, I think uh, many people, uh, you know, going back to 2007, 2008, 2009, etc., said, oh, this is crazy, you'll never be able to do it. But nonetheless, we were able to do it, we persevered, and uh, certainly now, uh, people are becoming more and more accepting of the potential uh, therapeutic benefits. Yeah, it's definitely nice to see. I mean, everyone is calling me and saying, what about this CBD stuff? I, I still have, I've had some really amazing results with my clients with some of the RSHO, the Real Scientific Hemp Oil products that you guys manufacture um, from a wide variety of conditions, which I'm not going to get into because, but the point is that it does provide. I still believe in CBD as being a, you know, almost like a daily nutrient and something like vitamin D or your multivitamin that even in low doses, even those people that aren't suffering from major illnesses like epilepsy um, or chronic pain can get some benefit even at low dose. And I'm sure we'll see more and more of that research going out there in the, in the very near future. But you know, I know that you're probably quite aware that the FDA has been really eyeing CBD more and more as more and more interest and more and more business and more and more cash gets passed around. How do you guys look at that? Obviously, out of the United States – it's a, a different group and a different organization. But in the United States, how are the, the more recent FDA moves, how does that affect you guys at all, if so? The FDA certainly has uh, put out uh, warning letters on uh, at least two occasions to a uh, number of groups marketing CBD products. And mostly it's because they're making unsubstantiated claims right. about their products, so saying it works for this, it does this, or what have you. Nonetheless, we've you know, taken the course right from the very start that until we have you know, substantial clinical trials behind us, we can't make any therapeutic claims. And again, this is you know, a new industry starting. If you go back in history, the 1930s when vitamin C was first discovered, uh, it took about 40 years or so before it really before it gained uh, medical acceptance, and then suddenly there became a, a recognized or recommended uh, daily allowance, if you will. Certainly, uh, we think that again we're at a very uh, infantile stage here with this uh, industry. But uh, like you were mentioning previously, uh, we do feel that there is a daily nutritional requirement for these uh, non-psychoactive cannabinoids. In fact, uh, there is a condition or a syndrome called uh, you know, clinical endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome. And if you're actually deficient in these nutrients, you might potentially develop some of these hard-to-treat uh, medical conditions, things such as fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, irritable bowel, migraine headache, all seem to fit within this. Certainly, you know, uh, listeners can look up this clinical endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome and uh, read the research and uh, you know, make their own uh, decision accordingly. 
Yeah, that's, that's been something I've been a big believer in and looked at lots of different factors from whether people were breastfed or whether they, you know, had ex- experimented with cannabis maybe throughout their life at some point. You know, there's always different factors, even dietary factors that can contribute. But most of the things you mentioned are pretty much metabolic or, as I say, you know, several dominoes have already gone down. It wasn't one thing. It was a series of events and, you know, the potential for, you know, cannabinoid therapy and cannabis-based therapeutics to rebuild and rebalance someone in a safe, healthy, natural way is, is as a naturopath, very exciting, but should be for any health enthusiast or health practitioner uh, when they look at these safer, more natural, more uh, well-rounded options. So, yeah, it's definitely got huge potential, hopefully not 40 years uh, you know, in fact, you know, this isn't new like ascorbic acid or vitamin C was back then. This has been around for quite some time, including having approval by the AMA, American Medical Association, for quite a bit of time. Uh, and so I think that we're going to hopefully see a much quicker response and resurgence of cannabinoid therapies and address these conditions that I think a lot of the medications aren't really treating. They're just putting Band-Aids over. Well, I, I certainly know, you know pain management uh, field, uh, we're looking for uh, new solutions. Uh, it seems that this tremendous uh, opioid uh, overdose death ec- epidemic is just really reaching um, incredible uh, proportions and uh, you know, doctors, clinicians everywhere are looking for uh, solutions. And uh, truly, I think with the anti-inflammatory benefits, these <clears throat> cannabinoids uh, may fit uh, very well in the uh, future of uh, pain management, potentially. Uh, compounding pharmacies might be able to do a low-dose opioid combined with a product like our RSHO or CBD or possibly even a THC product in a higher dose and uh, maintain a good uh, pain management, uh, yet improve a quality of life for uh, patients and uh, certainly do this in a little bit more cost-effective manner. So looking forward to uh, the future of pain management, uh, we think there's some nice application for uh, cannabinoids. Oh, yes, definitely. I'm totally with you. I was speaking with a, a recognized uh, osteopathic doctor who's a cannabis, you know, works with cannabis, and he's seen a lot of great benefits with pain management and how the op- opioid receptors and the cannabinoid receptors kind of have a relationship and you can use less opioids more effectively with some cannabis. So I think he was super excited about that. And I've actually seen clients getting off morphine and some heavy-dose pain meds using CBD instead. And the main reason is because even if CBD comes from cannabis, they, they feel that they're in their own body, that they're, that they're themselves again. And some of these opioid medications leave them so out of it that they're not able to function. So then it comes down to a quality of life, like you said. And quality of life to me is really, really key. And if we can do this safer, naturally, and I'm not, again, not against all pharma, as even though I'm a naturopath, as you know, I think that there's a place for everything I spoke with the CEO in San Diego. They said, well, all the, the cannabis marijuana being grown in Mexico is now being replaced with poppy and opioid fields, in, you know, opium fields instead of the, the cannabis because the cannabis from North America is now U.S. and Canada is just too good. And so I said, well, that's not really the cannabis industry's fault. They're just looking for another way to make some money. And unfortunately, I think that, that those poppy fields goes into more medication than illegal drugs. You know, it's, 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 
it's an interesting industry we have back there and how people don't realize that most of the pharma comes from plants originally. And, you know, I think that's a big thing we can talk about after this next break is, you know, where does the, the, the plant matter versus the scientific compounds? Uh, where is there a line that we can draw in the sand that differentiates them? And what are some of the other companies that you guys are working with? What are some of the scientific stuff that they're evolving and coming out with soon? Some exciting new re- developments. So we'll take a quick break. And then we'll hit our last segment, really great, exciting stuff. Doc Rao with Dr. Stuart Titus talking on Concierge for Better Living on CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the king, right? You just have you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. Only on cannabisradio.com. And we're back to wrap up this final segment, as in most of my interviews. These could, this could go on much, much further. There's so much we can talk about, Dr. T, and there's so much information, but this is where I get concerned as a naturopath. There's so much, on one side, all this plant matter, there's oils, there's these extracts, great science doing from the plant itself, and then, then you have big pharma and science and synthetics and isolates coming on the other side. And I can't say that one's right or wrong, but I think there's got to be that happy blend. I know that you your guys, you guys have participated and have partners and with some of these scientific-based research entities. What are some of the – can you share any interesting developments on that side, on the science that you guys have been working with? Well, certainly uh, we have uh, two uh, divisions that are in uh, pharmaceutical development and our uh, candlelight sciences. Uh, recently, uh, through the um, American Chemical Society, has um, had a, a letter uh, going to be uh, published uh, regarding their new uh, molecule, uh, KLS-13019, it's a, a novel uh, cannabinoid-derived uh, target drug candidate for the treatment of a, a condition called hepatic encephalopathy, and this is a liver-brain uh, disorder. Uh, Candlelife Sciences has uh, the um, uh, license agreement from the National Institutes of Health 
to utilize the U.S. government's patent on the therapeutic use of cannabinoids, and they have two indications. Uh, one is for HE, or hepatic encephalopathy, as I mentioned, and uh, the other is to develop a cannabinoid-based uh, pharmaceutical med for the treatment of uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE, or traumatic brain injury, which, as you know, affects all these uh, retired NFL football players and other board athletes who've had uh, concussive injury uh, events. This is uh, something we're very excited about. Certainly, I think there's a tremendous uh, application here, and uh, certainly looking beyond just the uh, initial indications, uh, possibly uh, this could be something that may assist a number of different uh, pharmaceutical medications because a lot of these have uh, potential toxic uh, side effects to the liver and uh, to be able to provide a medication that may be able to protect the liver from uh, some of these uh, side effects may uh, enhance the value of the existing uh, therapeutic medications uh, regarding uh, various uh, medical conditions. That's great. I actually, if people want to listen and, and, and go back in iHeartRadio or on CannabisRadio.com, I had a great interview with Toma Kikas and Marvin Washington, an NFL, you know, ex, you know, superstar. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a big fan. I had them on an interview talking about some of the cannabis science stuff, you know, several months ago. So people that, if you want to learn more about what Dr. Titus is talking about, can go back and listen to, to that interview, that podcast. Very exciting stuff, and I'm, I'm looking to collaborate with them a little bit on the NFL and the CTE. I think it's really important with the concussions and brain injuries, and plus also the liberal health stuff is with pharmaceuticals is really, really you know valuable. I do a lot with that detoxification aspects and having the liver work better after people are on so many drugs. It just it just gets sluggish. So that's really great stuff. Yeah, yeah. we're we're certainly excited about. Uh Canal Life Sciences uh, Group and uh, what they've been able to accomplish so far and our other uh, portfolio company, uh, Axum Biotechnologies. Uh, they've made some uh, great strides over the uh, past year or so. Uh, they've actually uh, developed a U.S. government patent on the um, uh, combination of uh, cannabinoids and a, a chewing gum composition. Uh, they're very close to uh, starting their uh, clinical trials over in Europe for their medicated chewing gum called MedChew. And uh, this will uh, hopefully address uh, multiple sclerosis patients, their pain and muscular spasticity, be able to do so in a little bit more effective manner than the current uh, medications that are on the market. So we're very excited about their ongoing clinical efforts, and uh, we look forward to, you know, obviously keeping uh, yourself and uh, the rest of the world updated as uh, our progress uh, moves along. Yeah, that's really great stuff. I mean, there's, it does take time and people, are, especially when they're sick and they have these conditions, they want to see it happen yesterday and there's definitely, you know, unfortunately a, a long process involved, but it's definitely a, a good process. There's good science being done, good clinical efficacy. I'm very excited to see both Life Sciences development move forward as well as the med, the medicated gum, the, you know, that I, I've actually worked with some clients with MS and seen really great benefits from CBD and to offer a very clean, dose-regulated, proven delivery system that they can use is is just going to be wonderful and, and beneficial. So a lot of great stuff out there. I know you guys are constantly expanding, working on your portfolio and you know just being ahead of the game in a lot of ways, which I've always admired. And like I said, when you're ahead of the game, when you're a leader, you sometimes have those haters out there, but that should definitely, and it has not stopped you guys from moving forward. I look forward to the next time we get a chance to chat and, and hear what new developments have been uh, 
you know, and coverage. So I really thank you so much, Dr. Tice, today for taking some time and giving us an update on Medical Marijuana Inc. and some of the other processes and projects going underneath it. I'm excited about Mexico and Puerto Rico and Brazil and more countries coming on board. This is just the beginning. Still in the early, we've been probably been doing it for a little bit longer than many, but it's still just early stages in the beginning. So, thank you so much again for being a guest, and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Wonderful, Dr. Rob. Always a great pleasure. Uh, thank you so very much for your interest. We'll uh, definitely uh, look forward to the next show. Um, wish you uh, a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Do take care. This is Doc Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, signing off today on Concierge for Better Living on CannabisRadio.com and iHeartRadio. Keep tuning in. Tell your friends. This is all good information you need to know and need to share. Wishing you all the best in health and happiness. Doc Rob, signing off. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.